Dan, I bet the players wish they had a, a midweek game. How much are you looking forward to um, to Saturday to getting back on the horse, so to speak? Yeah, I think obviously after any negative result, um, the first the first thing you want to do is is like you say, get back on the horse and, and go again and, and put things right. Um, however, on the flip side of that, you've then got um, four days of training during the week, um, obviously then uh, inclusive of a rest day where you can work on things and perhaps have the time to, to do a bit of work that you wouldn't ordinarily have the time to if it was a, a double game week. Um, and that's what we've done. We've used the time to good use and um, obviously I'm... Um, I'm and we are all hoping that that will, that will come to the to the party on Saturday. Yeah, how beneficial is a week on the training ground? You're, you're aware of the stats. I think it's now 14 games without a clean sheet. Mm. Is some time on the training ground a very good opportunity to try and work on that and put it right? For sure. I mean, that doesn't. That's not good listening for me um, as as a someone who wants to keep the ball out the back of my net. Um, obviously, there was a proportion of those games that I didn't play, but. Uh, at the same time, I wanted us to to, to achieve and, and keep clean sheets and be successful. Um, so yeah, I think obviously with the work that we've done, we've there's been an emphasis on on how we defend as a team and how solid we are as a unit, um, and making sure that we take the messages that we get given in training into the games. Um, and it might not always be structured in games. Um, you know, in training, obviously, we we can control the structure of, of how things work as as a team um, and as a defensive unit. But in games, it can be different at times, and we need to be ready for the challenges that Birmingham City are going to throw at us, and not just Birmingham. That's every game to come. And football's a team game, but how much is on on the individual um, going into a game on a Saturday? I think we're all we're all individuals in a team. Um, I think first and foremost, we all you you have to look after your own game. Um, get your own house in order and then if you can affect other people and um, subsequently be part of a team that's successful I think that's that's a recipe for success Um, but yeah I think obviously we've all got our roles uh, and our collective roles and we've all got our individual uh, responsibilities and our team collective responsibilities and if we all achieve those whilst when one person makes a mistake, the next one covers and he doesn't make a mistake and we all expect mistakes off each other. Um, I think that's, you know, that's how you help your teammates in when they're in a, a spot of adversity. And you personally had a good game at Forest. You made some, some key saves. Uh, we spoke after the Middlesbrough game where you said you hated being out of the team. Have you noticed any difference since you have returned? Are you playing any differently, psychologically any different? Um, yeah, I think obviously we're, we've, we've tried to play more. Um, we, we've tried to certainly play through the thirds um, from goal kicks, um, from just kind of recycling the ball on pass backs and things like that. And if we can work through midfield um, into kind of the final third of, of the pitch and whilst we're attacking, I think you've seen how many goals we've scored in, in the free-flowing attacking football that we've played of, of, of late. Um, I think that's obviously a, 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 a probably a noticeable difference, um, and that's something that I'm you know I'm more than happy with. I mean, obviously I played for for Brentford prior to, to Bristol City, and that was kind of a, a, a nothing but football um, uh, message, really. Um, so I'm I'm more than comfortable fulfilling that role um, from from a kind of a quarterback um, role, if you like, with regards to, to playing out from the back. 
So that's certainly something that you know we touched on a minute ago. That's my responsibility to be able to to, to come into the team and play that role, and that's something I'm happy to do. Um, I think if we can add to what we what we've been doing um, with regards to the attacking play, and we can be a little bit more resolute, a little bit more solid, concede less goals, get more clean sheets. I think you know you've been looking at us getting a lot more positive results um, and being much more of a threat with regards to our league position. And I was looking at your stats. I think it's probably about 10 years since you were last out of the side, really, for a sustained period of time. So you're very much used to being the number one goalkeeper. Having experience and time on the bench, how determined are you for that not to happen to you again personally? Yeah, well, I mean, in terms of my mentality, it didn't really... My mentality hasn't changed. My mentality prior to being left out of the team was I have to go... Every day in training, every game I play, the way I live my life off the pitch is the way I earn my earn my shirt. Um, and it's and because I've got the captain's armband, it's not a given that I'm going to be in the team every week. Um, I'm fully aware of that, fully understanding of that. Um, I never kind of thought that when I've got the armband, it makes me uh, untouchable uh, by any any shape or stretch of the imagination. Um, but certainly, like I've mentioned to you guys in the press over the last couple of weeks, that uh, it gave me some time to invest in myself with regards to um, stuff in the gym, extra training on, on the training pitch to work on some technical aspects and technical details. Um, and it gave me a, a different outlook with regards to when you're seeing things from the side of the pitch and you're not necessarily directly involved with the emotion of being on the pitch. I think it, you can take the emotion out of it and see things maybe for what they are in a slightly different way. Um, and I think I'm going to be a better person or I'm a better person, a better goalkeeper for, for the time I've experienced off the pitch, on the bench. Um, albeit I hated it, as I've told you guys before. Um, but no, I, I think that the, the most important thing is for, for me to use it as a, as a positive to um, to just increase the hunger I have, um, which is, which has always been there. And still a couple of months of the season to go. How determined are the players? It doesn't just fizzle out. You get some momentum. You get those back-to-back wins for the first time this season and give yourself some confidence going into the summer and next season. Yeah, well, yeah we're, we're, nobody wants to, to go through the end of the season in kind of uh, an indifferent kind of average vein of form where you've got nothing to play for and um, it's all a little bit kind of wishy-washy and pre-season feel. Nobody wants that. Um, we want to be challenging. We want to make sure that we're being as successful as we can be as a club and as a team. Um, we need to do ourselves justice. We need to do justice for the fans with regards to what they expect from us and what we expect from ourselves. Um, so we'll be doing our utmost to, to improve on what we have been so far this season. And I think every, I think if we're all honest, we, we have seen improvements. Um, I think if you look now compared to the start of the season and the back end of last season, I'll definitely say there is an improvement. Of course, there's still a lot of work to do. Um, but I think there's there's definitely... Um, there's definitely reasons to be uh, to be happy with some of the things we've achieved albeit there are still things that we need to work on that we now have the last 11 games of the rest of the season to make sure that we go into next season um, with with some momentum um, so you know well, nobody's thinking about next season by by any means but at the same time you know we want to we want to finish as high as possible um, 
and, and make it at least a, a, a positively transitional season. Always enjoy talking to you. Have a good game on Saturday. Thank okay. you very much. Appreciate it. Hi, Dan. Hello, mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. You touched upon the um, the challenges that Birmingham are going to pose on Saturday, but what are they specifically as a goalkeeper? You think their kind of injury crisis in, in attack, specifically they're going to play Big Djokovic up front, which means you know they're going to they're going to target him airily. So as a goalkeeper, what are the challenges for you? What sort of game do you expect? Yeah, well, uh, this isn't my first rodeo against Birmingham. I've uh, I've played a fair few games against them, so I know what to expect. I've played against Djokovic countless times. Um, so I know I know what he's all about. Um, I know what his his strengths are. So obviously we are all very aware of of what his strengths are and what Birmingham will bring. Um, obviously it's been well documented that they've had a little bit of a uh, a crisis, if you will, with 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 injuries. Um, you know we we are still fully respectful of the quality they have in their squad, um, regardless of whether they have some of their senior boys out or not. Um, so we'll be preparing, and we have prepared to face. Um, their possible strongest eleven, um, and you know I think we'll be expecting a physical game for sure. Obviously, like you say, with Djokovic, that is something he's very, very good at. Um, but make the mistake they can play as well when they need to. Um, they keep a very high line. They're they're very aggressive with their press. So those are all things that we have been made aware of, and we are aware of. Obviously, we're all kind of um, students of the game, and we're all studious of our opposition. Um, you know, we've, we've got access to, to clips and whatever we need, stats and information uh, at any point in time. So uh, we've all done our due diligence as to what we're going to face and we will be looking forward to the challenge. Uh, on the whole, Dan, how have you kind of assessed your own performances over the last three games? Yeah, I've been happy. Um, obviously, the, the bigger picture is that I'm involved in a team. Um, it's slightly different as a goalkeeper because there is, it is very specific. Um and a lot of goalkeeping is down judged with saves, crosses and distribution as a, as a kind of a, a random three, but they're the ones that kind of stick out to people. Um, I've been happy with, with my individual performances, but I'm very aware that as a team, two of the three games, we certainly not in Forest, we, we wasn't good enough. Um, I thought Middlesbrough, we were, we were very good and probably slightly unlucky to concede late on. Uh, and Coventry again, a late goal conceded, which was really disappointing. But at the same time, there were there were periods of the game where where we were very good. Um, I think the start of the second half, we started really well. Um, I think the end of the first half as well, we 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 had a little bit of possession where we maybe could have capitalised on that. Um, but I think as as an individual, you know, I, I'm my own worst critic, and obviously there's things that I can certainly work on. Um, I'm, don't for one minute ever think I'm the finished article but certainly I've, there are, there's been things uh, it, during my performances over the last three games that I've been really happy with and uh, when that period when you were left out of the team how easy is it to have kind of an impact on your, your self-confidence and, and belief in yourself um, I've, I've always been uh, quite mentally strong um, and of course, when you get left out of a team, you ask questions of yourself. That's the, third, that's the first thing I did. Um, asked questions of myself. I wanted feedback from, from Pat Mountain, the goalkeeper coach. Uh, I wanted feedback from the gaffer. I wanted, I wanted to understand what more I, I could do. Um, what, was, um, what wasn't going right. I wanted to understand what, what the situation was. So 
for me at the start, getting the information as much as possible was the main thing. And then it was a matter of getting over it very, very quickly, supporting Max in the best way possible because that's that's the best thing for the team at that period of, period of time. Um, and, you know, as soon as I walked out of the, the, the shot I had with the manager, it was getting my shirt back uh, and working my backside off to get it. Um, and whilst also being respectful of Max, which, are, you know, I always have and will be. Um, so, you know, it's it gave me... Uh, an impetus, if you will, and a, to have a bit between my teeth and go, you know, I'm going to work as hard as I can 24-7 in terms of the way I live my life, uh, what I do in the gym, what I do in the training pitch, extra, um, to get my shirt back. Um, because obviously I'm, um, like Richard said before, I've, I've played my whole career and that's what drives me. I, I want to play football. Uh, I love being involved in the high-pressured moments um, don't want to be a number two um, but I'm aware that in that moment in time I had to treat it as, as best as possible and that was like I mentioned, mentioned a minute ago that I, I made an investment in myself so it was a matter of how long is it going to be until maybe an injury or a loss of form or whatever the case may be to get my shirt back and when I do get it back I'm going to be ready and I'm going to have the same drive and determination and desire to keep it. Uh, was was it just a tactical reason to bring Max in and I, and I asked because I was wondering if there's anything that you specifically focused on in training during the period out of the team to, to, try and to work on, on yourself because um, Pearson said oh, well it's just to build up from the back a little bit more. So is that a part of the game that you have to work on specifically? Um, no, I don't think so. I don't think it's something that I've always been capable of. Um, but I think in, in terms of how we've played, we've, we've always kind of missed out our defensive third, played into, into Chris. Um, at times we can play, um, but we've, uh, we've historically decided that as a team as as a, as a collective we're gonna we're gonna go longer um, get us up the pitch quarterize the pitch and, and play off second balls um, that was the messaging that was clear f- for me which is you know that's fine I'll, I'll do as I'm told um, you know I'm not ever going to question the manager for sure um, and um, obviously it coincided that um, around the, a similar time that we were we were going to start playing out and that was that was something we were going to do more of um, obviously that's something that I'm capable of and, and you know if you if it's tactical or not you, that's the question you'll have to ask the manager um, he gave me his reasons obviously I'm not going to delve into the conversation I had with him but it was all very respectful it was all uh, positive if you can call it that um, there was no there was no issue there was no uh, I've seen a, 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 a few tweets about me breaking rules and all, all nonsense manner of nonsense with Covid restrictions and God knows what. Honestly, uh, uh, the, the mind boggles. But um, yeah, it's, uh, there, there was no there was no issue with um, my discipline or anything like that. I, could, I can comfortably assure you that. Um, but no, it's it's something that um, I'm capable of, um, and I'm sure you've seen over the last couple of games that nothing's changed with the way we play um, since Max was in goal Max is capable of it I'm capable of it um, I'm sure the gaffer's really pleased that he's got two goalkeepers that are capable of playing the way he wants to play 
Uh, and final one for me, Dan, is is kind of your long-term future, your contract until 2023. And you spoke at the start of the season how, you know, you're, you're very happy in Bristol and you want to stay. I'm assuming that's still the case. So is it kind of down to the club now? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think obviously it's, you mentioned there, I think it's, it's, it's very obvious I've got a year left uh, as of the summer. Um, so... Uh, we'll see if the club want to keep me, don't they? If if they want to keep me, well, uh, I'm sure we'll be we'll be sat here in, in a couple of months having a slightly different conversation. If they don't, then we might not be talking. We'll have to wait and see. Cheers, Dan. Thank you. Hey, Dan. Hello, mate. How are you? Um, yeah, good. Good. Thanks. Um, you've. Uh, I don't want to sort of like you know. You, you've played a lot of games. You've played with a lot of defenders, a lot of different defenders, different systems, different approaches. Um, what do you think makes a good defence? First and foremost, wanting to kick the ball out the back of net. Um, that is uh, a prerequisite for any defender, any goalkeeper, any defensive-minded player, in my opinion. Um, and I think we've got defenders that want to do that. Don't get me wrong. I don't, I don't think there's one defender that I would question in our team that I would think, mm, yeah, I'm not sure if he's committed. We have full commitment, full honesty, 100%. Um, and I don't think there's any question marks over that. Do we make mistakes as individuals? Yes. Do we make team collective mistakes? Yes. Um, do we get undone through quality at times? Yes. And that's going to happen. Um, we can't sit here and say that we're going to keep 46 clean sheets across the season because it's never going to happen. Um, and on the flip side, we've conceded way too many goals for, for absolute certain and there's been not enough clean sheets. Uh, you know, I'm, a, I'm under no illusion that that's, that's, that's the truth. Um, so I think in terms of what we need to do, I think it's, it's a little bit of nous at times, it's a little bit of experience, uh, reading situations slightly earlier, slightly better, being a little bit more proactive at times. And that's something that we're actively trying to improve. When you say proactive, um, is that specific situations or is that, uh, you know, just in, in overall yeah, think, mentality? Is yeah, there anything no, you can reference? Yeah. Yeah, no, I think it's a little bit general. Um, so that's you know, if uh, if the if the ball's on a, in a for, example, for a very random example, if the ball's in a cutback zone, you know, do we defend the space or do we defend the man? Those are split second decisions that you need to get right more often than not to not concede goals um, and to keep clean sheets. Um, if if there's a chance that we read a situation and uh, one centre half may make a mistake or miss a header. Is the other centre half or the fullback on on that particular side? Is he covering around to to look after his mate to make sure that he mops up his mistake? Those are all kind of things that we need to read very quickly and make uh, very quick decisions on with regards to uh, can I help my teammate? Can I bow my teammate out of out of the mess he might be in? Um, and I think in times at times we can also as a as a as a team. We can soak pressure up better as well. Um, I mean, we, we we go through times where we soak a hell of a lot of pressure up, um, but we can, in in those times, we can do things like we can slow the game down. We can be a little bit more nasty to play against because I think at times we're a little bit too nice. Um, we can be if we if, if we can master the dark arts, if you like, and that may sound very kind of old school, um, very cliche, but if we can master the dark arts and be really nasty to play against where strikers and attackers know they're in for a game and you can affect their mindset with how we set up and how we act, I think that's only going to be beneficial for us. How would you do that? 
how do you kind of create that mentality? You get, you know, like go and box in or <laughs> what do you? No, do you I, I think it's I make think, yourself nasty if you like. Yeah, I think I think it's it's you just do it. Um, I don't think it's something that you can kind of breed. Um, you know, we've got some nice lads in the dressing room. Don't get me wrong. Um, uh, really nice lads that you you probably wouldn't ever expect to to stand up and 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 have a fight if you like. Um, but and I mean that in a in a in a metaphorical sense, uh, hypothetical should I say? Um, but I think in terms of how we stand up, it can be it can be little things. Um, like if you go and win a header, go and punch it. You know, fifty yards down, back down the opposition throat, get us up. You know, the way we talk to each other, it can be aggressive. The way we go in for tackles can be more aggressive at times. And I mean that in, in a sense of controlled aggression, but in terms of discipline, for sure. Um, all those little things that make a big difference in terms of the mentality that you can change the way a game's going with how aggressive you can be uh, defensively. Um, and I think, you, you, I think if you go on the flip side, you look at Antoine. If you let Antoine bully you, he will bully you all day long. But if you get up against Antoine and you're going through the back of him with headers and things like that, I'm sure he's not going to be quite as effective as if you kind of let off him and, and, and give him the space and time he needs to, to do the things he's been doing. Um, that's just a very kind of rough, minor example as to, as to how, and I'm sure the gaffer will be able to tell you about being aggressive as a defender, um, probably better than I can. Great stuff. Thanks for your time, Dan. Thank you. appreciate it. Hey Dan, I hope you're well. Hello, mate. Um, yeah, thank you. Just wanted to ask um, about your time out on this side, but in your role as club captain, um, did you still find yourself um, delivering team talks to the whole team whilst you were out on the side, or did you perhaps let others take that forward when you were outside of the team? I think it's a mixture of both. Um, obviously, I was still undertaking my roles as captain off the pitch, um, whether that be minor things from handing tickets out, conducting meetings on issues as a team that we may need to discuss. Um, things just sort of small organisational things that we need whether it's kind of uh, letting know people know changes in report times you know whatever the case may be so there was there was no kind of reluctancy to undertake my roles as captain just because I wasn't playing um, my role as captain is a 24-7 role and it's one that I'm immensely proud of as I've made reference to before um, in terms of team talks Obviously, the captains that were in in, in my uh, in my absence, who you know by all by all accounts did a great job. You know, Matty James, I think held the armband for a little while. Uh, Kingy had it a few games, obviously on, until his unfortunate injury, and, and Andy, I think, had it for probably the the most sustained period of time. Um, they all did a great job, uh, and I'm more than happy to allow them to um, to use their knowledge and experience as as you know standing captains, if you will, because on, on the um, the fact is that they were playing, they were on the pitch. Um, so they probably had more of a, a better insight than I did at that period of time specifically. Um, but no, it was, it was a mixture of, uh, of both and a fine balance between being there as a captain and, and doing my due diligence as I would always do, which would never change. Um, and also allowing others to step up and, and be leaders also because we have a team with, with quite a few leaders in it. 
And uh, just hearing your interview a few weeks ago with the BBC after the Middlesbrough game, you're quite supportive of the manager and how he dealt with um, the aftermath of the Swansea game. Do you think that was perhaps a flashpoint and perhaps that gave the team a reset and that it feels a bit, there's a bit more positivity around the place, um, especially with the performance against Middlesbrough and then Coventry and kind of was a bit derailed by last week's um, result? Well, I think, uh, like I said to, to Richard at the start, I think in terms of the trajectory of our performances, I think you could probably say from the start of the season, there's been an upward trajectory. Yes, there's been peaks and troughs within that period of time. Um, and, you know, there, there may have been uh, some real disappointments along the way, which I, would, I wouldn't disagree with. Um, but at the same time, I think we could sit here and say we are a better team collectively um, and we have um, a, a better identity than what we did at the start of the season. Um, so I think in terms of the last three games, I think you can say the Middlesbrough, Middlesbrough performance was uh, was probably the best one of the last three. Coventry, I think in in, in flashes, we, we showed what we could do. We had them under a lot of pressure in the second half. Um, and Forrest, I think, was was a really poor collective performance, um, which we're all very, very disappointed with. And we've worked very hard to put that right this week. And then just lastly as well, obviously Max has been um, the keeper you've been competing with, but also Harvey Wiles, Richards has also been on the bench here and there. And take the penalty in midweek as well. What do you make of him as a goalkeeper as well? Because he's what the youngest goalkeeper, but do you see many qualities in him as well because you're the most experienced keeper at the club? Yeah, no, he's, he's, he's got a chance of having a career in a game. Um, and if he continues to work hard, he continues to develop um, and his attitude remains good, he's got a chance. Um, you know, I think you guys have, have seen in, in the 23 games, 23's games that he's played, he's showed flashes of what he can do. Um, and he's still learning, don't get me wrong, I think he's still 18, is he? Which is, you know, wow, well, makes me feel old. Um, 10 years younger than me, which is, uh, I mean, I'm, I feel young in myself, never mind how young he feels, but he makes me feel old, wow. Um, but no, he, he's, he's, He's got a chance of, of having a real good career in the game. Um, so if he keeps his head screwed on um, and he keeps developing in the way which I believe he will, then he's got a, he's got a real chance uh, and I'll, I'll support him as much as I can.